And last but not least, this is critical. Guard your culture at all costs. Never fall prey to bringing in somebody that you think is a heavy hitter. But if they're toxic, if they're going to negatively impact your culture, you absolutely, positively do not bring them into your store. Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings, sponsored by BG Products. Be good to your customers with BG. Hello, everyone. I'm Gene Girdley, and I produce and direct the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast and virtual events. The Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast is your source for automotive industry leaders, innovators, and top performers, providing you with the latest ideas, technology, customer trends, and performance improvement strategies. And now, here's Ted Ings. David Spizak is the CEO of Disruptive Growth Solutions. He's our keynote speaker here this morning and a great friend of the Fixed Ops Roundtable and of this conference. He's appeared several times. He's going to kick us off today. David, welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. It's exciting and it's amazing to see how this has grown. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would share the sentiment, but I've got to applaud you. You guys have been doing a phenomenal job, uh, regardless of what's been going on in the world. Uh, you're such a great example that you just keep moving forward and you figure out a way, which is uh, actually very much like the resilient folks that we have in our fixed ops departments across the country. Well, you know, the, those are the real heroes, right? The folks who are on the on the front lines, the Literally service managers, the parts yeah. managers, the service advisors, the parts counters. So, you know, really, you know, Dave, you've brought such great value to the uh, previous events where you spoke that, you know, we're really humbled to have you this morning as our as our keynote speaker. So with that, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to turn the floor over to you and let you take it away, Dave. Thank you. And for those of you watching, I thank you in advance for your time. It is an absolute pleasure to be here and an honor to be speaking with all of you. Um, so what, you know, what I want to focus on today is process. And, and I'll just start off by saying this, greatness. Everybody wants to achieve greatness. Greatness is indeed a process. I'm going to share with you over the next 24 minutes, that's right, uh, 10 different processes that can literally transform your results right now. So let's jump right in, shall we? Uh, first of all, let's talk about process. Process, can we agree, process is not glamorous. When we get in front of a group of people and say, hey, there's a big announcement that I want to have with all of you. Let's get our whole team together. And you bring them together and you say, hey, what I wanted to talk to you guys about was process. Nobody gets excited. Really, in fact, some people go, oh my God, here we go. I can't believe this guy had another light bulb over his head. And that's going to be bad news for us. It's not. It's actually great news. You know, the reality is, is that anybody that works for any organization, they really crave knowing the expectations of them. And process really helps to deliver that. But process does a lot more. It, it makes things uh, easy for the customer. It makes things predictable and consistent. And we've all been in situations where we've worked with FedEx, we've went to In-N-Out Burger, or we went to Chick-fil-A, or we went to Disney, and you get the same process every time. It doesn't matter what person is serving you. You're going to get that great same process. And that delivers what we're all looking for, which is a great client experience. Now, here's the thing. Process is simple, but it's not 
easy. It takes a real commitment to doing it the same way. It takes a real commitment to training our people. And if you go anywhere that uses a great process like a FedEx or a Disney, there's always training. Training is not incidental. It's not from time to time. It's not intermittent. It's a full-time commitment that they have. So it's, it's important that you have that. But why do we do it? Because it is literally the hallmark of every great organization. I mentioned Disney, but Amazon, do they have a great process? You bet. Apple, do you get the same great experience whether you buy online or in a store? A hundred percent. The Patriots, not a fan myself, but for those of you who are, I get it, man. First year, they haven't been in the playoffs, you know, in nearly, what is it? I think 17, 18 years. That's unheard of. San Antonio Spurs, same thing. It's almost like the players are interchangeable because the process is phenomenal. Tesla, Walmart, Berkshire Hathaway, every great organization is relying on process. So what is the payoff? Well, for me, in my store, it was 97%. I'm going to say it one more time. 97% employee retention. This is in an industry that averages 31% employee retention, 97% employee retention. Just think about this. If you only had to replace your, your employees uh, once every 5, 8, 10, 15 years, how much further along would you be? How much more traction would you have? It would, it would be tremendous. So that's that was a huge payoff for me. Second thing, we rose from 700 grand a month to 2.4 million, number one in the United States in fixed gross profit. How about 100% plus absorption? The target is 100%. Nationally, the average is 57%. It's a very elusive, very difficult number. And we could not have gotten there without great people and great processes. All that translated into the number one net profit dealership in the United States. It also translated into our region once we sold our store to AutoNation, going from literally worst to first in the nation in performance. And of course, in, in my solution reverse risk that I created for the industry, the industry's first business intelligence platform, reporting platform, it's why it is 10, 12 years later, still the dominant reporting platform. So let's jump in and let's talk about those 10 processes. How about let's starting with something that's incredibly important, hiring and retention. Number one, like Disney, like all of these great companies, you should be hiring by committee. Never let one person make the hiring decision. It's not that they don't have the experience. It's not that they don't have the capability. But when you hire by committee, it eliminates the wrinkles. It eliminates the emotional side. And the way that you want to do it is you want to have preferably three different managers in the hiring process. And they all come together at the end. And they all make the decision, should we bring this person aboard our company or no? If one out of the three says no, you don't bring them aboard. It's just that simple. It ensures a consistent hiring process and better hiring. Two, when you have great hiring, you want to elevate your department's ROI. What do I mean by that? Well, every person in your department, say your service advisors, for your parts people, your parts counter people, they're all making a certain amount of money and they all generate a certain amount of money. Really easy math. If you have somebody that's doing $100,000 in combined parts and labor and they're making 10 grand a month, 
they're delivering a 10 times ROI, 10 gross dollars for every dollar you pay them. Okay. Now in the service department, that could be as high as 14 or more. Do the math today, right now on your people. It'll literally take you five minutes if you have five or six or eight advisors and see what is the ROI for each person. What's the ROI for your department? When you're hiring somebody, don't just ask the typical questions. You know, what are you looking for in your next employer? Tell me what are your strengths in your week? Ask two questions that will really tell you this ROI. And you want to drip them into the conversation at different times. First question, hey, tell me, and I'm going to need to confirm this somehow, uh, but what was your average parts and labor gross in any given month? And the person said, oh, uh, roughly it's about 100000 Great. Hey, listen, uh, where are you commuting from? What are you looking for? All the normal questions. What are your strengths? And then you drip in the second question. You just drop it in there. You said, by the way, what was your average gross that you made income per month? And they said, oh, eight grand. Okay. Well, $100,000 a month, eight grand. That smells like somewhere around a 12x ROI. If my department ROI right now is 10.5, I just elevated it. Here's the beauty. You could bring that person on. And if you see a consistent pattern that they were a 12x ROI, guess what? Your ROI is about to go up. You're about to look like a genius. And all you did was, was create and use a great process. Here's the next thing. The people that we have on our showroom floors and in our service departments, they really should reflect our community. Why? Well, if you're in a community that's got a lot of diversity and they come into our showroom and they don't see that diversity, they don't feel as comfortable. It doesn't feel like a place that they could relate to. And maybe there's even communication gaps at time. So it's really important to consider that uh, by your hiring committee. And last but not least, this is critical. Guard your culture at all costs. Never fall prey to bringing in somebody that you think is a heavy hitter. Or maybe there's even evidence they're a heavy hitter. But if they're toxic, if they're going to negatively impact your culture, you absolutely, positively do not bring them into your store. Next, let's talk about service advisors. <clears throat> Here's something I've never seen dealers look at, but it's critically important. Look at your service advisors today, right now. And for each one of them, I just want you to write down two numbers. What's their current open RO count? And let's say right now that's 30. And then what's their average number of ROs that they write per day? Let's say that's 10. Well, the ratio there is three to one. And I'm telling you it's too high and it's negatively impacting your ability to grow your service department and your absorption. Why? Because you typically, if you think about it, you typically would like to have as low of an open RO count as possible, of course, that you'd like to have that money on the books, of course. But here's the reality. When somebody comes in and they have 10 open ROs, right, today, they're going to need to follow up on 10 people. And each one of those 10 people are going to have an expectation that we need to meet. Now, if this person has 30 open ROs right now, they're going to have it. They probably have a time management issue. Uh, they probably have other issues, too. When you have that much of a disparity, and you'd never want to be above one and a half, by the way. So if you do that math and it's above one and a half, that's when you really need to get engaged. Why? 
because I've proven for the last 12 years in a row, every single store we've examined uh, and analyzed, when you have over one and a half times the open ROs versus the average ROs, you, what happens is it elevates cycle time, and that's bad news. What happens is you have a higher incident rate of discounting, of policy. You have client retention issues. You have CSI. Do you get CSI money from the factory? That can be impacted. You know, but keeping your customer retention is the most important thing. And if the person is not on top of things, they're not going to be able to have time to do a full service drive walk around. That costs you upsells. They're not going to have time to convert MPIs. That doesn't just cost me money. That costs me morale in my shop. I've seen it, and you have too. When an advisor serves up four or five additional lines to an advisor, I'm sorry, when a technician serves up four or five additional lines and the advisor consistently doesn't convert, what does it do to the morale of that technician? It, it absolutely can destroy it. And that technician's getting paid how much for doing that MPI? In most stores, it's a zero. It's usually taking them three tenths to six tenths to conduct a thorough, uh, accurate um, MPI. And then <clears throat> if they're not getting the help from the advisor, and getting those conversions, man, it costs them money. And that just hurts morale. ROI is the single most important metric, in my opinion. It tells you everything. Listen, I could bump things when it comes to hours per row. I could bump things when it comes to ELR or other numbers. But ROI is like the net profit line on a financial statement. You can't mess with that. It is what it is. So ROI, start looking at that every month or maybe even every week as your advisors move forward. Also, cycle time. If you're chasing absorption like everybody else, just know this. And I know most of you are already tuned into this big time because you're on top of your departments. Cycle time impacts absorption. Yes, it impacts client retention. Yes, it impacts CSI. But if it's impacting margin, discounting uh, policy, it's impacting absorption as well. And last but not least, this is critical. I want you from now on starting today, don't just use the old time metrics that we've been using for literally decades, like ELR and hours per RO, uh, you know, parts of labor ratio. Look at dollars per RO. What does that mean? You could literally look every time Susan or Bob or Jason or Jennifer is in front of a customer in your service drive. This will tell you how much money is going to go into your financial statement every time they reach out and say hello to somebody. And this is the best indication of how good they're putting everything together for the purposes of serving a customer. David Spizak, fast, simple, easy. I took good notes. Amazing information. Tremendous information. Dave, thanks for kicking off our event today. David Spizak, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. All the best to all of you. Thanks for joining us on the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings. Sponsored by BG Products. Help your customers be good for life with the Lifetime BG Protection Plan. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or any of our Fixed Ops Roundtable events, or if you'd like sponsorship information, reach out to Ted Ings at area code 212-763-0016. That's 212-763-0016. 212-763-0016. 
On behalf of Ted Ings and everyone at the Fixed Stops Roundtable, I'm Gene Girdley. Thanks for listening.